the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. We're here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bullfort. Should I be hearing something? Yes, you should. I can hear you loud and clear. Yes, you should. No, you're not hearing anything? Uh-oh. You see what you got there. Anyway, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. It's a beautiful day out here. Lots of color to look at. Lots of folks out shopping. And I encourage you to come on out and be a part of it. Um, still not hearing anything? Yeah, now I hear Now you hear. Okay. So, uh, and you can give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah. Hey, guess what's coming tomorrow? They're, what? They're due tomorrow. It's like you said it and they made it happen. What did you talk about yesterday that Calvin would scream at people and all that? Megaphone. The pumpkins are coming tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> no, they're not getting you a megaphone. You can get your own. All right, this is just a test. This is a test. Uh, check, get away from the pumpkins. Get away from the pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah, the pumpkins are coming. They're due tomorrow, according to Charles, my source. These are some here, but they look like they're about 400 pounds each, those uh, uh, prop pumpkins. Yes, I don't think those those aren't the ones they're talking about. I'm not sure those are for sale. Yeah. They are for sale. They got a little. Oh, yeah, it's there. true. Yeah, they are for sale, but they're not like <laughs> formerly living pumpkins. But those will look good in the yard. They've got lots of stuff here. If you haven't been to Millburgers, uh, if you're a Halloween lover and love decorating your house, first off, you need to come and uh, just enjoy it because they get into it. In fact, Roger's going to be uh, talking to us in just a little while about what's going on, the terror train, all the Talking or screaming? Uh, we don't know yet. It's, it's, oh. it's, uh, we'll find out when he gets here. But, uh, yeah, you need to come to Millburgers because they've got all kinds of fun, scary stuff. And it's the mildly scary stuff. It's just, you know, kind of the fun scary. Until uh, they put bring the train out with uh, uh, with Roger, Roger Drive. Drive yeah. Roger does fine. That scares me. I know it does. It's okay. Just take up, up. Calvin yells at Roger. It's all that. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, the pumpkins are due tomorrow. So Good. That's yeah. great. Did they say where they're getting them from? They did not. No. We'll have to do some research. But, uh, yeah, so uh, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867. So you want me to show you? Remember yesterday I talked about the Belinda's Dream? Yeah. All right. Showed Calvin. You, uh, you can use the pumpkins and... Uh you can get pumpkins, and you can also uh, get mumps, chrysanthemums. Oh, yeah. Uh, to go with the pumpkins. That, man, you can really so make it. It be easy to make a display. I don't know if they're selling the corn stalks this year Surely or not. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm sure. Hay, uh, straw bales for sure. Yeah, yeah. the hay bales. And the... I think there's they hay bales or straw bales. Oh, we'll, we'll double check, or I'll get a text in a moment. Well, um, now, by my the definition, I always lived with hay bales were stuff that the livestock right. who were nutritious would eat. Now they'll eat some. Some will eat straw, but they won't survive or get. They, they are bales right. that have created the maze. We don't need to know much about them. All right, so this is the Belinda's dream. I don't know if you can see. Good lord! Oh no! Don't say that. Oh hell! Oh man, that's that's not just our the cat. There's a kitty in there. Oh, was there a kitty? Did the kitty get in there? Yeah, yeah. The kitty sleeps in there. Maybe that was the problem. There you go. Uh, we've got the cats. part. The part that's living looks pretty good. Thank you. Well, the whole tree looked good. Well, the whole plant looked good up until about a up month until ago. it didn't. Huh? Yeah, and up until it didn't, and then it just it was it was quick, which I know doesn't. Help my case of not being uh, root rot. So if if uh, I can, were you going to suggest too that if I dig to the roots, I could like see if they looked like miserable? Sometimes you can really see. Sometimes you can see. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I always I always like to get a feel for whether the make sure that the the root ball is not soggy and the root ball is not dried out, and then you can. Then you can go from there with one of you the. You sure it's a cabin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It does look. It doesn't look like a yeah, yeah. soggy symptom. Yeah. You might as well uh, cut that side. It's one side of the bush. Yeah, just one half. And uh, so just go ahead and cut that off. Okay. Down to the, down Under to the where ground. it's attached. Oh, and I have another question. I should have taken a picture of it. Uh oh. There's another plant that's doing the same thing, only it's in a container. Uh oh! But this could be water. Yeah, I imagine so. It's a, it's one of the, what was the hibiscus that I got last year that was named after somebody? Like a flare? Not flare? No, not flare. It's uh, more more grande? No, it's I like, mean, like uh, Charles Smith hibiscus or something. Oh. Uh, anyway, anyway, I don't it's, remember it's, that. It, okay. I don't either. <laughs> well, yeah, we, maybe it's been two years, but it's uh, yeah, but it's doing the same thing in the container, just down to the down to the soil, dead, not leaves, just stem dead. Can you get cotton root rot in a container? That's water. Is it water? Okay. Whew. Was it? Uh, was yeah, it got was cotton root rot all over everything. Was it it's Sam McFadden? Oh, it? maybe so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what would have killed that. It was kind of a whitish, pinkish. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think it's happy in the container. It was doing well for a while, and then we moved the container from half sun, half shade to pretty much all sun, and it, I, it, I don't think it liked it. Okay. So I'll move it back. Yeah, this is pretty. This is tough. If it's a little container, that's pretty tough. With the, it get pretty hot. Yeah, to keep yeah. it watered. To yeah, it's just, it's just like that. Uh, what were we t- talking about? The uh, that new the plant that everybody likes for the shade, Jerry. And there's a new variety that's coming on that has a little more has more potential. Oh, uh, impatience. Yeah, and uh, even e- even on. Uh, Hot tolerant plants like your hibiscus, if they're in a tiny little container, yeah, it just uh, you know just get the soil gets so hot and nothing functions. 
You don't, you don't, you know, vascular okay. system uh, chemistry just is messed up. That's a pretty, that's a pretty tough plant, Milton. I know. I'm not trying to kill it. No. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. If you missed Calvin's article in yesterday's paper uh, with a great, with a beautiful picture of a hummingbird on the, uh, adjoining it, and uh, Calvin gives a lot of good information on um, hummingbirds and some of the plants that they like to feed on feed upon and uh, talks about if you're in shady areas pencils can replace firebush uh, even though they're not winter hardy I, I got I don't know if people overwinter their pennas or pennas or not uh, every time we've done it, it they come back mighty slow yeah I did I did tried it a few years ago and it was uh, pentas are relatively inexpensive, and they're yeah, they're, yeah. they're so uh, wonderful when they come from the nursery in full bloom, and yeah, so it uh, it's really if you got limited space where to protect it from winter cold, uh, there's a lot of other plants you probably you, you, uh, would pick first to use that space. Yeah, you uh, you had a, a nice paragraph on firebush. And we'll have to ask Trace when he comes up if there's any more of those, uh, uh, what I call Laredo fire bushes left in larger containers. Where they had a whole block of them out there, and uh, people picked them up, so yeah. people bought them. I see one of the the golden yeah. out there in full bloom, but I don't see. I haven't seen any of the others. I haven't either. But anyway, we'll see. If it's got uh, they got firebush coming, uh, but uh, if they do have some coming, uh, it, they'll probably be in full bloom if it's a Laredo. Well, and that's yeah. A- actually, if you're 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 selecting them for attracting the fall migrant hummingbirds, oh yeah. They, if they're not in full bloom, uh, it's not it's not a plant. Uh, for you because it's, it's not going to accomplish what you want because the the migrant hummingbirds are are coming now and so you need the blooms in place now yeah right if you're going to take advantage of it firebush are nice but uh <laughs> if uh if you r- really want to get that dividend from them with uh hummingbirds uh, they need to be in bloom right now for the yeah. rest of the fall uh, Calvin uh listed uh turks cap as one of the uh, one of the plants that attract uh, a hummingbird, and uh, that's that'll grow in the shade. That'll grow and bloom in the shade too. Yeah, it makes a nice ground cover. Very drought tolerant. Yeah, like on a if you got a large trees around your fence line and lots of space to cover, and you don't want a, a manicured situation, a Turk's cap. Is is large enough and thick enough that it competes pretty well with the uh, shrubs and all, and uh, and of course it's got the red flowers and uh, attractive to hummingbirds and other wildlife. 
See, they're already taking pictures in the pumpkin patch. Yeah. And the pumpkin patch yeah, is, and he, is barely and the, and the little boy is really yeah. having a good time. Yeah, yeah. he's not. His sister's not holding him up. Yeah, he's kind of small. He just wants to be with mom. <laughs> no, he wants a spoon. Oh, he wants a pumpkin. He wants where's, a, my, where's my megaphone? You know? uh, <laughs> uh, one plant that Calvin didn't mention for the shade that blooms at this time of the year is fire spike. Which is my favorite, one of my favorite plants, but I don't know if we have any. They're kind of they're kind of hard to find. I have seen them here. I've seen them in Melbourne. Oh yeah, they usually every fall they have them. But they they should be in bloom, full bloom now. I always I, I always, their their bloom period is seem always seems so short to me in the fall. But I guess I guess we use uh, oh uh, marigold the. Uh, uh, Mexican mint marigold? Mexican mint marigold and fall aster, and they're short-blooming period, yeah, too. Yeah. And uh, all three of them, of course, that uh, fire spike is more attractive to the hummingbirds than yeah, the butterflies. Yeah, because it'll, it'll bloom in the shade. And so, uh, it, it would be a good one for containers. And then oh. you you could take it in. If you, if you got a sunny window or a patio door, uh, you can take that in uh, during the winter, and it'll bloom all winter long. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's where you would get the bang for the buck you're talking about, because you could keep it outside in the winter if you were just took it in to protect it. How cold? How sensitive is it? A forty degree, or is it? A yeah, degree? it's it's a thirty five degree. Okay. Climb. So if you just uh, but uh, you kept the, your eye on it. The, when it's in the ground, uh, they'll freeze. The first hard freeze that we have in the winter will take it to the ground. But then it resprouts in the winter. <laughs> uh, keeps it keeps wanting to grow uh, in the winter. I always remember them. Uh, they are, are a great plant for the river walk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I I've know. seen them in some uh, uh, central uh, downtown neighborhoods too. There are some that are growing in backyards. That, yeah, huge. Yeah, you know, big. Yeah, it takes a while. You have to kick a double look. On. What <laughs> in the world is that? Mine always froze back. Mine yeah. always froze back to the ground, and then then came out. So that kept kept the size down. But when it's in some of those protected areas. Well, the foliage is beautiful. Nice. Yeah, the foliage yeah, even is if nice. The bloom wasn't going. But it, it has the, the reason we haven't ever made it a Texas superstar is that uh, it only blooms in the uh, winter or in the fall. Uh-huh. Amarillo fall is bloom. probably not a great fire spike. Place. No, no. <laughs> but anyway, they got a lot of good information in there uh, in yesterday's paper if you didn't read it. And uh, Niels Perry, we covered most of his questions yesterday, but he was he was talk, warning people about the standard size Mexican petunia. Uh, but out here, <laughs> they've got that uh, Mex they got got Mexican petunia in gallons. All three colors. Yeah, dwarf the dwarf Mexican. Yeah, petunia. the dwarf one, which. Uh, it spreads, it pops its seed, just like the regular one, but I guess it's not high enough to yeah. pop them far enough. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of a happy medium because it's uh, aggressive enough to fill. Yeah. 
to fill the space and make a good ground cover. Does well in the shade. Yeah. Uh, blooms more in the sun, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, I've got some in the shade right there at my driveway where I put up to the house. It, and I never water them. Uh-huh. And they, they're, they wilt down. But the first rain, bam, yeah. they, they come back. So we've they're got tough. Them, we've got them in containers around the... Bird baths and uh, oh yeah, I bet they get from splashing from yeah. the bird bath. That's got it's a good plant. Now there, if you uh, have heard about the white plants, we had that reaction from Jerry. I mentioned white, and Jerry says didn't hadn't seen them yet, <laughs> uh, but they are. There's uh, not a lot of them. Looks like ten or twelve of the white blooms. Of course, the one I the. That blue-purple is the one I find most attractive, but the pink is pretty aggressive, too. The white, did you Have you noticed that the white bloom is about half size of the pink and the purple? No, but you can tell where the section starts yeah. because uh, yeah, few, much fewer blooms on that plants in that section where the pink and the purple blooms are covering every plant that's yeah. out there. The pink, the pink actually came from San Antonio. Did it? The Greg Grant plant. It's a, uh, it's a plant in my neighborhood that the deer will eat, um, eat at. Yeah. In a drought. Yeah. And uh, so. I don't not, think it's a preferred. Uh, no, no, definitely, uh, definitely uh, plant not to eat by the deer, but uh, they will eat it. Uh, but anyway, uh, that that uh, large growing one, I think they've had some here, uh, and uh, they've got they've they they're pretty. Well, I mean when they're big, but they are very invasive. Well, and they, the butterflies love them, and oh yeah, hummingbirds too, hummingbirds and butterflies and bees and everything else. It's but they will, they the will cover you up. Yeah, the landscapers don't care much for them. <laughs> but uh, they are pretty. I, I, it's funny. We had a had a lady uh, representing a northern seed company uh, came down here from North Chicago. European? From Chicago. Oh. Ball. Ball Seed Ball. Company. And uh, they were introducing... A Mexican petunia, and I, so <laughs> everybody was being respectful, but me, of course. And I asked her, I said, uh, "Does that thing freeze down?" I don't know. You'll have to try it down here to see. I said, "Does it have, have does it spread?" You know, have you have you noticed it uh, getting out of bounds? I don't know. Y'all need to test it down here. I said, test it down here. We've had it for a hundred years down here. If not, I don't know how how long it's been here, but it's been here, and you can see it because yards are full of them. Full of you know you. Uh, I, I was over by Fort Sam. Neighbor, neighborhoods are full. Yeah, and uh, the I, I went by this uh, uh, yard that was full of the Mexican petunia. <laughs> and I never had seen it take the entire yard. And so I was stopping and taking pictures of it and lo- looking around and coming to find out it had taken the whole neighborhood. 
those seeds have been spread all over the neighborhood. I, I don't know in how many years, but uh, they, they, the big one will spread. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't take a long time. Our example with the no, yeah. extension service, and especially if you've got the exploding seed to spread it, but it also is small enough that prevailing winds will contribute to the the spread. Right. Uh, I was looking at our our uh, the fall the sales items this week. Mm-hmm. And they got uh, fall fruit trees on. Mm-hmm. The, you, Getting great you, you know, a couple of years ago, they first started having fruit yeah. trees in the fall. Because normally we were just talking about it January, in the February. Spring, yeah. Right, yeah. Now I'm wondering, we we had so many. They they're not listed in their their uh, shipments that have just arrived. They said including apples, peaches, pears, plums, plum cots, and nectarines. And uh, they don't mention figs. You know, we had uh, several calls from figs yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, Fig was a topic of the day yesterday. They probably have stuff they didn't mention in the thing. So we'll ask Trace on that. Yeah, we'll ask Trace if you've got any figs. I'm not. They have had may they may have had some figs left, and I don't remember seeing them left uh, left from nope. the. They had a pretty good selection this spring. Yeah, right. Bales or straw, and uh, yes, we have corn stalks. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. All right. I thought they did. Two one zero. This may be the only place you can get corn stalks. Cool. Because the farmers shred corn stalk and re, re, put a, put the mulch and uh, organic material back into the soil when they harvest the corn. Wow. Very cool. All right. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Before we go to break, I want to talk to you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If uh, you have problems, if something's bugging you in the house, if you have an animal running around your floor that you can't identify. Uh, <laughs> That's insect. Tilly. The Tilly moves so fast. Oh, yeah. no, I, mean, Jer- I can't always identify her. Jerry's new species that is now a Hardback roach. That he's introduced to the world. Uh, you need to call <laughs> Spider-Man Pest Control to get rid of him. Spider-Man does a great job, and what he does is he not only sprays, because I've heard this many times from other people, uh, I've heard two things. One is they like the fact that, that they other folks come, they spray, and then in uh, three weeks or so, the, the insect is back. And that's because they didn't take any time to identify why the insect was getting into the house. So that's what Spider-Man and his people do. They look for your vulnerabilities uh, in the house and where the insects are coming in. Here's the second thing I've heard, too, and that is that Spider-Man pest control is the last pest control people get because uh, he does a great job. They don't want to change. They like dealing with him. They like dealing with the people, and they like the results. So give Spider-Man a call. Check him out. Spider-Man pest control. Warren, Remy, and the gang over there. 210 
210-656-3721 or GoSpiderManPest.com GoSpiderManPest.com We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Ambo Road. Hey, listen, it's time for fall gardening, and that means fall and winter vegetable gardening, and it means fall is time for planting of trees, especially if you're interested in fruit trees and citrus trees, because right now at Millburgers, hundreds of fruit and citrus trees have arrived just in time for fall planting. Here's something that'll make you feel good about that. When Millburgers orders these plants, the plants they sell you at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, they consult with the experts to make sure these fruit trees and these citrus trees are trees that do well in South Texas. So you can go in with confidence knowing you're getting a great product. And coming up on September 21st, that's next Saturday over at Millburgers, it's Fall and Winter Vegetable Gardening taught by David Rodriguez. This free seminar is going to be from Saturday from 1030 until noon over at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. And for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedmap.com to access our free live training event schedule. Terrorism. Economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and other global dangers nearly every day. And while it may seem like the international threats are beyond our borders, we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. These dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation and threaten to destroy our way of life. Now it's time to energize San Antonio's conservative and Christian base and protect our conservative ideals. Join 930 a.m. The Answer on Tuesday, November 5th at the Norris Conference Center for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Speakers Dennis Prager and Sebastian Gorka will give you perspective and insight on what's at stake in the upcoming election. Get the information you need to give intelligent answers to the assaults from the far left by joining us November 5th for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Visit 930amtheanswer.com to purchase your tickets today. There's a a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. And 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where Al has picked dog songs to bring us back from commercial today. So 210-308-8867 is our number. Give us a call. Or like this nice lady, you can come ask your question in person. She said she's challenged us. She says it's going to be tough. So, all right. We may have to go to a quick break. No. If, uh, <laughs> all right. So what you got? Okay. I have a... Are you able to hear me? Yeah. Okay. I have a backyard that's mostly shady. It gets a little bit of sun throughout the morning, mm-hmm. um, but it's got a big retaining wall over my head. It's like um, seven feet tall. It's not straight down. It kind of goes down at an angle, and it's made out of landscaping timbers. It looks like those old railroad ties, but uh, maybe a little smaller. So it's doing okay, and it's been stained, but it's ugly, you know. What so, is it? It's like made out of railroad timbers a long okay, time ago. Okay. The house it's a retaining was built wall. in the 90s, early 90s. Okay. Uh, and it's been stained a little bit lighter brown, but it's really, really ugly. And I want vines to grow up or something to cascade down. I would really like to make some kind of water feature where water could come over it, but that would probably ruin it. So I'm not sure what to do with it. You know, and there's lots of little crevices. Maybe I could put plants in it. But then the roots might mess it up, so not sure what to do. Well, you might, you you probably should enlist the help of somebody uh, from the um, landscaper. Yeah, because there's so much so much structural challenges there that you don't want (laughs) to. But I mean, there's lots of vines that'll cover. What is it retaining? Is it the supporting the house or it's it's, on a hill? So okay, so it has to be there. Yeah, yeah. I would. uh, A lot of people put uh, cactus and succulents in there. You know, in in between the in the little cracks in the cracks. Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, they're tough, and you don't have to water them very much. Wow, I never thought of that. Maybe I could find pictures online. Yeah, 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 of cactus and succulent. Yeah, the succulents are real pretty. But it's uh, but it's, I was thinking of Sinisa was, but that's too shady for Sinisa. Yeah, um, might be too shady for most cactus too. And will things grow from the top downwards, or do I have to plant something from the bottom or in the little cracks and have it grow upwards? Um, either way. I would yeah. like to have some growing upwards, but maybe something else cascading down, yeah. and just make it instead of ugly, make it look. Uh, now is this really, is really it uh, is the top in the sun? What's that? The, is the top in the sun too? No, no. It's like dappled sunlight throughout the most of the day. Yeah. Can you can you get to the soil? Uh, I can get to the soil the, through the uh, cracks in the. Oh yeah, you can get your fingers in there. There were bees in there before. Uh, oh <laughs> lord. There's lots of little cracks. Yeah. Oh. And I feel like maybe if I plant stuff, it'll actually make it stronger. You know, because of all the roots. Gets a little. Uh, it may get a little more. You mentioned the bees. It may Blossoms. get a little more difficult to manage if you've got the plants in there too, mm-hmm. because you you don't know exactly where the, the rodents and everything are. And but uh, have you had hornets in there? Yeah, uh, we had wasps. Well, uh, they come out and sting the hell out of them. They were nice until I tried to do stuff near them <laughs> <laughs> they're not too bad okay so, that's good um, sometimes the, the ground ground wasp or uh yellow jackets they call them uh, get in between those cross ties they did they were in between there make honey and everything yeah they were deep inside there too yeah um 
but they left us alone unless we went really close to them. They, well, <laughs> I still yeah. Killed them. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, but so it's um somebody I should check with the lands who does landscape timbers first. Well, I was. I mean, yeah. we can mention a few plants, but I was. I was thinking it'd be nice if you if you could enlist somebody to look can look at it and uh, yeah. Um, and then you may, you know if you have identified some plants that you find real attractive, mm-hmm. that would help that person. But uh, I, how about your um, your vine, Jerry? The, the but, uh, butterfly, butterfly vine. Butterfly vine. You think it would come off the top? Yeah. That's a that's a nice that's a nice evergreen vine and uh-huh. it's Definitely aggressive enough to, yeah aggressive enough to cover but it doesn't take over the whole neighborhood. Oh, good. Like trumpet creeper or something does. Um, yeah. Did I and is that uh, something that makes flowers and attracts hummingbirds and or oh, butterflies? Yeah. yeah. Yellow. It's yellow flowers all summer long. What about jasmine? Would uh, you know the jasmine that makes the flowers that smell so good? Would that also? Yeah, yeah. actually would. Could I plant that on the top level and have it come downwards, right. or, or yeah. down and have it grow up? Either way, it, oh. lean, it leans. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, I've well, I was thinking that it, I've see, it looks better when it's leaning up, but that's not true. It does. They'll use it as a ground cover sometimes mm-hmm. on flat on the ground. So that might be a real that that would be a great one to start with because you can experiment with it a little bit you know you can put a few in there and see if you like that look yeah and then you can put put some more in there can i put several different things the butterfly the jasmine maybe some regular ivy and they have them grow all sort of together like, so that it looks more interesting than just one thing you can or, the jazz there's a, no, several different kinds of jasmine that uh that would uh, you could grow that look a little different too and bloom yeah, at different times. Yeah, ja- the jasmine is going to spread over it, over the cross ties sooner okay. sooner than the butterfly vine. It, uh, the butterfly vine is sort of a slow grower. What about why the jasmine is fast? Mm-hmm. What about purple lantana? I've seen that like in Monta Vista, they'll have the cement. They'll be the houses will be elevated. They'll have a cement wall in front just so that there's enough it's uh, pretty shade tolerant but there's got to oh, be okay. enough sun for okay. it yeah what about a bougainvillea with no not enough sun not enough, Darn. Not enough sun those, those are pretty <laughs> yeah but they're also hard, um would be uh well jasmine's not sensitive to the cold weather whereas the bougainvillea would be cold but I there love are the smell of jasmine yeah there's other uh gosh blue pumbago what is it? Blue plumbago. Oh, yeah, It'll yeah. cascade. Yeah, either uh, and it might look all right. You know, like uh, bundles of it or thickets of it within the jasmine too. And that that's another one that's easy to manage. And it'll make flowers if uh, it just has kind of a part shade. Oh yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that gives me. Lo- I'm going to write those down really. Yeah, quick those I those two. Yeah. I think the jasmine and the plumbago are are probably. Two of the easiest choices. So That's, I can have jasmine growing up from the bottom and maybe put the plumbago at the top to kind of yeah. cascade over a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. And if you want if you want a few on your kind of your reserve list oh. for upright, uh, Turk's cap and shrimp plant are two that can tolerate a lot of shade. Too. Do we have a design school okay. coming up too? Would that be a good tip for her? 
Yeah, August, uh, I mean, October 5th. What is it? A design school, the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. And what you, you do, it's at uh, the Botanical Garden. And you go there and they talk about all the plants, the options, and how to deal with the soil. And then they have a session kind of where you talk about your situation. Yeah, you could bring a picture. Yeah. And, and they could that's, discuss with you. That's uh, $30. Yeah, it's $30 for a single person and uh, $50 for two people from your household. But you might want to look it up. Gardening Volunteers South Texas. Gardeningvolunteers.org. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. You bet. You can have that. Oh, cool. I got Thanks. an extra one. Okay. You Did you want to add your welcome? Is this the October 5th? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. this says October 12th, but this is uh, something else. Uh oh. This is how to make your yard a haven for monarch butterflies. Oh, oh. oh. that's not the right one. That's a different, oh, yeah. All right. Well, you give, he'll give you the list. If you'll thank you, tell us yeah. what happens. We want to know. Uh, are you, can you ask your question on the air? Is that okay? Sure. Okay. What you got? Uh, I've got a yard that's about 20 years old. Uh, I planted Bermuda. Was happy with it for about three, four years, and then under the trees, it didn't do well. And so I put uh, St. Augustine under the trees. And that St. Augustine has almost taken over the entire yard, so there's just a little bit of Bermuda left. But in that, there are at least three kinds of weeds that I was hoping you all could help me identify and get rid of. They're getting very prevalent. Okay, Dave. I mean, the one is burrgrass, I guess, which is the one with the burrs on it, right? Yes. Sand burrs. Sand burrs, yeah. And I think they're, I think they're all annual grasses. Huh? That Dallas grass. Uh, I, I don't, it's not from the photos I've seen. Dallas no. grass goes down to that 90-degree thing mm-hmm. from the stalk, and none of these ever do. Yeah. Okay. Dallas grass is a perennial, so that would be a little harder. To I was control. wondering if it was goose grass. Is there goose Could grass be. here? Could be, yeah. Because the photos I've seen of goose grass where it's growing you know, flat on the ground that comes out like a star, that's it really looks like that. Well, you're, why, why don't you... Plan on managing for the sand burrs, and I suspect that you're going to take Manage them out the, too. The others too, because they're annuals. Yeah, you you put down a, a dimension or or a maze in uh, March first, March one. Okay, and then again in June one. Yeah. Okay. And that and that'll uh, take your. How the San Augustine is doing all right? That's getting enough sun. Well, if the sandburrs are doing all right, I guess that is enough. <laughs> the sandburrs seem to be only out in the sun. Yeah. With the San Augustine. Yeah. So yeah, I think you do a pretty fair job. Is uh, with with that uh, dimension or with the maze? There's more information on PlantAnswers.com too, but uh, works pretty well. Okay. And uh, grass. How often do you mow it? Generally weekly. Hmm. But you still got, well, I guess the sandburrs will come up. Well, hmm. to keep sandburrs down, is it, are you saying mow it off? No, no. Uh, the sandburrs stay. Doesn't matter. They'll take, well, yeah, they'll take whatever advantage of whatever you <laughs> I was wondering because I'm looking at the These ones. These guys. Yeah, now, those. I, I automatically. That's actually a week there. Yeah, I, I always uh, think of uh, the hay of grass on, my, on the peach orchard. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, and there was something about it. I looked up Bahia grass, and it didn't seem to match it for some uh-huh. reason, but I can't remember why. Where do, where do you live? Do you Are you in Bear County? Yeah, um, you might not know where Lewis Ranch is. 
If not Lewis Ranch, you probably know where Rockwall Ranch oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or north of Garden Ridge, either one. So I'm between those huh. two. Is it sand? No, no. It's rock, and so I, br- I brought rock in soil. Okay. Yeah, I brought in soil to put in the yard. Oh, that's, okay. that's why you probably brought in a sandbar. Oh, maybe. <laughs> or either I did or the deer did. Yeah, oh, well, that's Yeah, lots of deer. And so whatever they poop grows. So, yeah, why don't you look at that management effort? Um I've got a, I've got a, a book on the uh, grassy weeds. Mm-hmm. You might. Um, I was thinking they're relatively easy to identify them if you can find a find a resource book. Uh, you got? Is there? Can you get access to photos of these grassy weeds on plant answers? I don't think answers? so. I don't think so. Uh, there is is a site somewhere that has. Pictures of uh, uh-huh. grassy weeds on there, but you got. I I I think you're dealing with annuals, mm-hmm. um, and if you're not, you would just uh, use one of the. Well, you, you'd, it'd be tough in San Augustine grass to. Uh, yeah. To, because the same things that kill. kill yeah. A, right, a, and a, it's starting to get into St. Augustine pretty well. At first, it just stayed out in the Bermuda, but the grass birds. Yeah. But now it's all coming into the St. Augustine, yeah. too. That's what I really don't like. If it stayed out of the St. Augustine, no problem, because in another five years, yeah, <laughs> St. Augustine's going to take over the Bermuda completely. Why don't you, why don't you uh, uh, go ahead and, uh, and uh, manage for the sandburrs, okay. get rid of them, the March 1st. and uh, Dimension, Amaze, I think both products are here. They're all over. Okay. And they, they work pretty well. Okay. Applied at the right time. Yeah, sure. the timing, March one, June one. timing is the key. Okay. All right. All right. Good luck. Cool. Off. Thank you. Keep us keep us informed. All right. I will. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven or like these nice folks come by and visit with us at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road and we'll bring see your we- weeds, huh? Bring your weeds. <laughs> you it's weed fest. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll be happy to try to help you with those two, or even tough questions that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So um, a lot of people have that uh, a retaining wall, cross by reta- uh, cross tire retaining wall situation. Uh, so it's about seven feet tall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is a it is a tricky one because I like her water feature. She identified why it was probably not a good idea because no. it was going to rot the wood. Uh, you were, you were, yeah, and you would have to. Remove the, in other words, remove, put the recirculation apparatus uh, onto the cross tie. Yeah. Well, and you always, when you imagine cross ties and water features, you don't imagine them together. No. Yeah. That's just, that's not, We're going to take compatible. a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Amboe Ferdy Road. Hey, listen, it's time for fall 
gardening. And that means fall and winter vegetable gardening. And it means fall is time for planting of trees, especially if you're interested in fruit trees and citrus trees. Because right now at Millburgers, hundreds of fruit and citrus trees have arrived just in time for fall planting. Here's something that will make you feel good about that. When Millburgers orders these plants, the plants they sell you at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, They consult with the experts to make sure these fruit trees and these citrus trees are trees that do well in South Texas. So you can go in with confidence knowing you're getting a great product. And coming up on September 21st, that's next Saturday over at Millburgers, it's Fall and Winter Vegetable Gardening taught by David Rodriguez. This free seminar is going to be from Saturday from 1030 until noon over at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. And for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Protests have continued in Hong Kong, even as the territory's chief executive, Carrie Lam, formally withdrew from consideration the bill that would have allowed residents of Hong Kong to be extradited to China for criminal trial. Yet, just a day earlier, China's President Xi reiterated his call, as the Wall Street Journal reported, for a determined fight to overcome any risk or challenge that endangers Communist Party leadership or harms China's sovereignty and security. So, who to believe? What should we expect from Beijing regarding Hong Kong? The only certainty is that the People's Republic of China is playing the proverbial long game. In response, we need a long-haul policy of containment and coexistence, speaking firmly but without provocation. Beijing is developing another 100-year strategy. Our response will require doing more than words. It will require ships and submarines, missiles and planes, and a cyber and a space force. Is the United States really serious? Xi is watching what we build, not what we say. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Your child's education is one of the most important things they'll ever receive. And now on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com, get great deals on tuition to some of the area's best Christian schools. Click on the Discount Tuition button and get information and pricing on limited-time deals from Salem Sayers Christian Academy, Trinity Christian Academy, and River City Christian Schools. Save money and give your child the Christian education they need for a bright future at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. There was a special election in North Carolina last Tuesday. Both Republicans were supposed to lose, according to polls, and the major media were waiting, even eager, to claim the losses would demonstrate the weakness of President Trump and signal his defeat in next year's election. Except they both won, one of them by a double-digit margin over his Democratic opponent and the other by a single-digit margin over his Democratic opponent. The president campaigned for both men. Mike Pence spent the day there making calls to turn out the vote for Republicans. This is how the Washington Post reported it, quote, Democrats didn't win in North Carolina's special election, but here's why they're still celebrating, unquote. Do you see how this works? The media are so anxious to see President Trump defeated, they'll say and do anything in pursuit of that goal. It was a litmus test, a referendum, a barometer. So now what is it? Now they say these men didn't win by a big enough margin. They have no shame when it comes to the media and their reporting on Republicans and conservatives. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. She was just 16, but that's 112 in dog years. 
three good legs and a couple of raggedy floppiers. She slept downtown in a suitcase lined with fur. Looking around for a mysterious dark-haired cur. Delta dog, what's that collar you have on? Could it be the kind that rubs a dog's neck off? Thank you. And did I hear you bark as you limped off towards the park to find that dirty rat that shot your paw? <laughs> More dog songs coming up. I like that song. Oh, that's, that's, right. that's Pinkerton Bowden. Yeah, Al's doing Delta Dog. Delta Dog. Not, well, who, not Delta who's, Dawn. who's famous for singing that? Helen Reddy, Delta Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Pinkerton Bowden for Delta Dog. Same song, just different words. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That was for all the dog lovers out there. 210-308-8867. Linda is on the line. Linda, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. I What's have going two on? quick questions for Dr. Calvin. I'm okay. trying to attract bees because I'm getting a beehive to put in my backyard. The number one recommendation was bee balm. And does that grow here? And what other flowering annual can I put in for the bees? Oh, gosh, there's a, a wonderful list of them. Yeah, bee balm is uh, it's in most. Um, you get it you get it in separate packets, and it's a late-blooming uh, wildflower. Yeah. And the, the one that I think is amazing, and it's much earlier, is that... Uh, Blue curl that just gets loaded with uh, no. bees. So what blue curl, blue curl, and I am okay. sorry I can't remember the Latin for. Uh, uh, John mentioned the the Latin to it, but blue blue curl, and we well, the reason we talk about it all the time because the butterflies love it too. But yeah. but uh, do bees like Mexican heather? Um, yeah, yeah well, they they'll, they'll get on it. Yeah. yeah. No, we saw it over here. They were like six plants. Yeah. And they were vibrating with bees. You know, salvias. Any of the salvias. Salvias are good. Bee. You know what else is uh, that vi- the vine, uh, Queen's Crown, uh, coral vine. Yeah, right. Now, if you, got, you, know, if you don't mind it cro- <laughs> growing over the top of your house or anything, Queen's Crown. But don't. You you probably want to assemble a list so that you got uh, nectar sources all year, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we uh, anything uh, these butterfly and hummingbird and uh, lists are good for the bees. Anything that blooms a lot. Yeah. Well, my brother is a commercial beekeeper. He has over a thousand hives. And he oh, always Lord. put his hives around Chinese tallow, and that tallow honey is wonderful. Okay. But I don't oh, want the messy Chinese tallow tree. <laughs> okay, my other does question. Does he sell his honey? Yes, he does. Where does he sell it? Um, H-E-B buys some, and oh, he wow. sells it to uh, local grocery chains 
in Houston, but he takes his bees all over the United States following crops. Huh. So why are you raising bees when your brother's uh, got all the honey you could possibly use? Because I want my own bees. I don't want to drive to Houston to get some honey. Well, you get to see your brother, too. Well, Al, Al back at the station wants to know what the brand name is. Since now that we got a celebrity, a bee celebrity, it's, what is the brand? It's called AC's Bees. That's his okay. initial AC. My we'll have to look next, for it. My yeah, next before question they, you know. is um, I'm taking out my Santa Rosa plum that was a big mistake. I'm also taking out my pomegranate, which was an even bigger mistake. <laughs> and um, I'm keeping my brown turkey fig, although the birds eat my figs. I get very few of them. Just the day before they're ready to be picked, the birds <laughs> eat them. And uh, one tree I am getting is a June Gold, and I have room for one other tree where the pomegranate tree was, fruit tree. What is another fruit tree that I can get? The Santa Rosa plum has been there five years, never made a plum. Huh. Hasn't bloomed for the last four years. The pomegranate is a huge disappointment. I've had it five years, and I'm having to pay $100 to have it taken out, and I've never gotten one pomegranate off of it. So I need done. some successful fruit trees. Flo- Florida King. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, both Jerry and I, uh, it's, it's become our favorite. Back when I had a peach orchard, it didn't even exist as far as I know. But Florida King... It uh, has low chill and produces produces a nice, large fruit, reliable, and it's early. So even in my yard with all the squirrels and birds and everything, Mm. uh, I generally get a good harvest before they discover it. So I think Florida King is uh, you're going to be real happy with. Is it a peach tree? Yes, yes. You like it better than June Gold? I do now. Yeah, I like. I've always liked June Gold, but I, I, I think Florida King is. Uh, I've got both. I like both Florida King and June Gold, and then if I had a third, it'd be La Valenciana. But uh, Florida King would be the one I'd have if it was only one room for one tree. Well, my backyard is small, and um, the pomegranate. I have not gotten any pomegranates off. Uh-huh. The Santa Rosa plum was my mistake because I bought it at a big box store and I've never gotten even a bloom off of it. So I'm taking yeah. those out. And I knew I wanted one peach, so I'll pick Florida King and then one other fruit tree you would what? recommend. Um, let's see, you, and you're sharing the figs with the birds. Yeah, <laughs> I go out and spot the ones that will be ready tomorrow, and I go out tomorrow, and there's no figs. Yeah. Is your, is your fig plant huge? It's probably 10 or 12 feet tall and probably 6 feet across. 
Okay. Yeah, I was trying to say you can't cover it with a bird netting. Um, I'd have. It would. I'd be. have to cover mine with a garage. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, let's see, Jerry. Uh, let's see. Blackberries are easy to grow, but they that's a little different. I don't than a, have the room, and I don't want the chiggers that come with blackberries. Um. I'd, let's see. How about uh, how about the citrus? Do you like satsumas? There you go. That's good. Satsuma, um, like a uh, tangerine. Yeah, it's a and very attractive evergreen, and the satsumas are pretty cold tolerant. Uh, oh, what what are our uh, Arctic frost our, and orange frost? Those two are even uh, even more, but. Uh, we have good luck. A lot of gardeners have good luck with uh, any of the satsumas making it through the cold weather, and they're very, very productive. And uh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. And it's an orange. It's tangerine. A, it's a tangerine. Yeah. Oh, easy good. To, easy to peel. Basically, a seedless tangerine. It's real good. You know, oh. when you when you make cakes and you use a, uh, uh, little orange slices. Mandarins, uh, yeah, uh, that those are uh, satsumas. Yeah, they're re- mandarins. Mandarin, yeah, well, that's probably good. To, most of us are familiar with mandarin oranges. Ambrosia, that's what I'm talking about. There you go. And they don't freeze. Well, they, we don't want to say they don't always, <laughs> but they're not. They're not likely to freeze. Uh, if it, if yeah, if it got below. It was forecast to get below 24 degrees. I'd probably cover them. Okay. Okay. Well. So, Linda, is 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 Alvin your brother? Alan. Alan. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. He. um, Arvin. Is there Arvin? No. Okay. I must be on the wrong side. Okay. Where are you going to have your bees in your backyard? Yes. Do you live in the town, in city, in the city? Yes. yes. Are I your neighbors going to be okay with that? Uh, the only time bees will sting is if you threaten the hive. And my brother works his bees with no protection, no um Pat with the veil, nothing. And unless you're bothering them, um, they're not going to bother you. They're too busy storing up honey and taking care of the queen. You know, they have things to do besides sing. They only <laughs> sing if they feel threatened. Yeah. Hey, Linda, we need so. to run. Thanks for calling in. I hope we have Sounds good, you. Linda. Good luck on your plan. Tell us what happens with your honey, Linda's honey. All right, we're going to take a break. Bye-bye. Come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Uh, we're over here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road where it's beginning to look a lot like Halloween. Each and every day, it's Roger. Is, uh, Screaming Roger. Screaming Roger. I like that name. Screaming <laughs> Roger. Uh, yeah, and you'll, you'll understand that when you come to visit and the terror train starts yeah, running. That train of terror, that's Screaming Roger. That, that guy's a Weisenheimer, tell you he what. He is, yeah. Zombies, <laughs> look them on the porch. Oh, look look at those zombies. Yeah. yeah. Make yourself known. I wonder what kind of medication he's on. Lots when of he, monsters. Uh, start and I'm, dri- I'm talking about the dead kind. Start dri- <laughs> driving at uh, <laughs> yeah. death death. Death train. Exactly. We the go terror train. It's not the death train. It's a fucking death train. Train of terror. It's well, out there. Roger is not only the um, driver of the engineer of the terror train, uh, when, uh, but he's also a big part of the architecture of uh, yep. the maze and all the things that go up and making Millburgers look like uh, Halloween and... Uh, so when does tell us what's going on and all right guys well hello uh welcome back once again my name is uh what you call me screaming roger there screaming no, roger. Wrong with it. screaming roger what i do i put together the maze and i have help here and there we get everything nice and going making it look festive for halloween this year i'm going to say we got 1320 bales of hay believe it or not wow a Thir- little over 1300 bales of hay and i used half of them for the maze and huh. all of our stuff wow okay um, each bale goes for about $12.99, so um, you guys come in. We're going to have the hay bales here for you. And what was mentioned this morning or this afternoon or early, our pumpkins are here. We're going to have great pumpkins. Um, yeah. We're going to have, have Cinderella's, White Ghost, um, corn stalks will be coming in, Indian corn, a few gourds. Um, once again, they'll be here on Monday. Um, this coming Monday? This yeah, Monday. Tomorrow? Yeah, pretty tomorrow. Quick. Hopefully, as is tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Next thing you know, we're going to have um, October every month. Well, the month of October, every weekend, we're going to be running that train. Wow. So we're going to get you guys in here. Saturdays and Sundays come out here. We're going to get that train running. And if you're even lucky, you'll see me driving the train. We go from there. <laughs> All right. I want to remind you guys again that uh, Saturday, October 26th and 27th, October 2019 is our big Millburger Halloween event. I want to invite oh boy. all you guys come out here and join in the festivities. We're going to have Halloween treat bags. Once again, um, Screaming Rogers is going to be on that train. We're going to have hot dogs. We're going to feed and water you. Um, do out of Nature's Creation. It's going to be cooking yeah. hot dogs, uh, chips, and a drink. We're also going to have roasted corn for you guys. And we're actually going to have ice cold, what I'm going to call slushies. Other okay. people might call them virgin margaritas, but, you know, slushies <laughs> are the best. Kind of cool you off in these hot days. Our pumpkin patch will be open to the crowds and to you guys. Are the balloon people going to be our, here? Our balloon people, our balloon artists will be here. Our face Milton loves the balloon Jerry, you know, I do. If you want that face painted, you know. No, you can no. Come out there. We can do a nice little clown <laughs> yeah. or, you know, scarecrow or something Put for a you. second coat on there. Oh, there you go. There you go. You know, you're kind of glistening. We're also going to have Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. our blood drive on that day. That would be Saturday, October 26th. Yeah. Um, so we go. It's going to be a great that event. That kind of goes with Halloween. That's scary. All right. You know, we're not only going to treat you, but we're going to take your blood as well. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Great. 
Pumpkin uh, painting for the kids. Pumpkin that sounds painting. like a, z- a zombie a conspiracy zombie. or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. Come and we'll dr- you know, drink your, take, take your you. blood. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So, yeah. If you're that, brave enough to yeah. come and give right. your blood, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget, we're also going to have our employee costume contest. Oh, yeah. All right. Help us select and award our most effective and imaginative employee in costume. Vote for a chance to win a $100 Milberger gift card. Now, not to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, toot. I am the three-year reigning champion. Yeah, so okay, guys, yeah, we're getting ready to mention that. It's about time. I'm right. going to mention that. Again, well, you know, I... Are you, are you retiring Spinning from the contest or what? Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Wow, we'll see. this is great. This is, <laughs> yeah, you know, this is breaking news here. Try to, try to not only win a $100 Milberger gift card, but, you know, Defeat the Screaming Roger, whoever that yeah. is. Oh, you'll, you'll be able to find where Screaming Roger is. That's, 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 <laughs> yeah, you that's not hard to do. All right, guys, once again, enjoy the show. Come Look on out here. Hey, Roger, there's stop. a little kid already over there getting ready for the pumpkin. Yeah, yeah and that's they're also doing the I, maze. It looks By like the he, way, that yeah. maze, you know, we got to watch out for that stinking maze. And, you know, some say there's no way out. So right? watch out. It's once amazing. You're lost, you're lost. Huh? No, it's amazing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So what what kind of what do, what's your mission when you're developing the maze and all the fun activities uh, that'll be available? When will they kind of be? I guess they're already here. We mentioned people are already taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're mm-hmm. walking through the maze a little bit. Uh, when is it officially? Well, my deadline and projected deadline is the 28th of this month. Okay, now, so next. I'm uh, almost 90, maybe 85 percent there. I'm just waiting on Mother Nature. Hopefully, we get some of this rain out of the way. I can bring out some of our animatronics. Oh, yeah. okay. So that way, I'm not double timing it. Me running around with a couple other help, just yeah. covering these things. You know? Yeah, they, they're, they're talking them, about the pretty good chances of rain yeah, this I week. Yeah, I think Monday was 20. Uh, yeah. And Wednesday and thir- no Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, almost 40 percent. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what so I heard. It's you know, so well, you take, watch out for that, take credit for it if that's all it takes, Rogers. For yeah, you, <laughs> you yeah. Know, put the Halloween display together. Yeah. We will. Uh, then I'll really done it a while ago. So, so what do you? How do you ride the balance between fun and, and frightening? There, that is a fine edge, uh. a fine night. You know, we got some people that are just scaredy cats, which is uh. a scaredy cat way to go around my maze and uh. get you to the end. And then um, you just kind of got to feel it feel it out. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. We got to right. stay PG to G. So the Okay, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, just fun. Yeah, it's just a guideline that we choose to follow. Have you ever had anybody get lost in oh, the maze? Atlanta, yes, I have. No, and have to go, to, have to, to go uh, uh, get them out of there? Yeah, Charles's day. Funny story. We had a kid you know, in the maze. I think it was the second, maybe third year I did it. Yeah. And um, Charles just happens to be passing by the, uh, the maze. And uh-huh. he hears screaming and yelling. Poor little thing stuck, got lost in the maze. All right, Charles. Already, y'all not finished it yet. That gentleman, I tell you what, as old as he looks, he is strong. He pulled down one, two, I think it was about two rows of straw. Just wow. Wow. Yeah. So ever since then. That must have been a few years ago. Yeah, we're going to get a medal or something. (laughs) All right, Raj. Here it is. You're only going two to three high. That's it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Don't ask me. Don't tell them. But I think he hurt himself. Oh, no. Sorry, We we won't tell him. I don't think he listens. Okay, good. Yeah. No, I think he he does. 
All right, cool. Well, Roger, thank you so much. All right, guys, and, well, thank you so much. And once again, guys, come on out. I want to see your happy faces here. Yeah, you can look for Scream Roger and tell him you heard about him on the radio. There are y'all going to get Calvin a, a megaphone so he can yell at the kids for picking you up know the what? Yeah, part of the, possible. Part of the Halloween tradition, I'm not sure Roger knows about this, is that <laughs> Calvin has a bird's eye view of all the pumpkins. <laughs> and, the, and the little children come and they pick it up and they kind of do this, where they lift it over their heads like they're going to. And Calvin, no! Oh, hey, oh, no! Right in the middle of the radio, bro. Yeah, we don't know then, what he's talking about. Yeah, he just starts yelling and screaming, trying awesome. to protect Keep the puppies. Up, you know, early yeah. warning system. Yeah, that's right. Calvin is, and will Calvin be represented in the? Because uh, uh, sometimes he's been there with a little. Uh, what is he? A decoration on his toe. Oh, uh, oh, you're talking about Calvin, or uh, also known as John Doe. Oh, yeah. oh, but there are some. There's uh, a. Older pair out there oh, that are pretty you, you frightening. Met grandma and grandpa, then. yeah, yeah, they're uh, out there enjoying old hands. Yeah, you yeah. have you have to take a double look at them because I just saw their they're holding hands, and uh. they, their hands look like old people hands. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. kind of like yours, Jerry. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you you don't have to tell us what it was, uh, but was there ever a time you said, "Okay, Charles, I've got this great idea. We're going to do this, 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 this," and Charles is like, "No." Uh, yeah, no, we're not. We're not going to. Every year. He gives has. me carte blanche. So he lets me run with it. He lets me do okay. what I want to do. And, uh, so you got to thank him for that, helping us bring the people in. Yeah. Um, so nothing wrong with that. And you got to thank the man. There you He's, go. You know, he lets us, lets me, you know, scream yeah. Roger and help him do whatever, yeah. whatever he wants. Cool. Well, thank you, Scream right, Roger. Guys. Hey, um, guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, no problem. Right, got it. Bye. Visit, Anytime. Visit with us again. All right, 210-308-8867. Laura Rogers on the line from Gardening Volunteers, I believe, at 210-308-8867. Maybe we don't have to announce. She's, she's so. going to give us a report anyway, and, and an invitation is what I'm told. Hi, Laura. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you very much. I just wanted to let you know the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas had our Water Saver Landscape Design School yesterday at the Pearl. It was a success. Everyone enjoyed it. We have another one coming up on the 5th of October at the Botanical Garden. And you guys are so wonderful in giving our organization the publicity to be able to notify everyone of our uh, educational programs. Well, good. No, well, thank you for calling in. You're what about Monday? What about Monday? What's happening? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Well, yes, we do have our monthly gardening essentials on Monday, and we're going to have. We always have two programs. One is going to be with the uh, uh, River Authority. We're going to get some great information from them. Lee Marlowe is going to be one of the people that will be there. She's been with the River Authority for a while. Our second one is going to have Leslie Bingham. And she's with the uh, Herb Market Association, which is having their program in in October down at the Pearl. So it's going to be two great programs, and people are invited. There's no charge. It's at the San Antonio Garden Center, which is on North New Braunfels, near the Botanical Garden. And that's on Monday from noon to 3 p.m. That's tomorrow, right? Yeah, and uh, that's we, we always yeah. mention, Laura, Laura, that this is a, also good good uh, gardening information, but also a good time to see what the gardening volunteers are doing and uh, encourage folks to start participating. Uh, lots of good activities and a lot of fun activities. Plus, you get a good oh. 
quite often get a good meal out there too. Yeah, yeah. we do. Anyone who comes, they can they can bring snacks or whatever is their favorite, and we share that. Uh, we do have questions and answers from all of our speakers. We are able to share what we're doing over the next few months, uh, as well as uh, there's no charge to get in. Uh, if you would like a raffle ticket, it's a large five dollars. And you may be able to take home a really spectacular plant. And then uh, the program on October 5th is $30, right? It's $30 for an individual. If there are two at a household, it's $50. So you get a little discount if, if, you, if you've got both husband and wife or both people at the household want to attend. And you get oh. some great uh, full-color books and uh, four presentations by four gardening experts and um, questions and answers. Plus, we have a really neat program called the one-on-one, and you bring information about what you want to do in a particular area of your garden, and you will have an individual one-on-one with one of our members to share your ideas and for us to possibly give you some suggestions to make your project a success. Yeah, we sent somebody your way uh, just a little (laughs) while ago on the show. They had a a challenging gardening situation. So the, if you get somebody with a railroad... We didn't, we didn't know what the answer was, so we sent them out yeah, to the design said, school. You know who would help you out <laughs> is the gardening volunteers. Yeah, you should talk to them with this question. Yeah, so if you get a question well, on a, on a railroad ties, retaining wall, and plants to put to cascade up or down, you, you'll, you'll know it's our person. So help her out. Excellent. All right, thanks, Laura. We, we love, Thank to, you. We love to share. Thank you. Laura, where Bye-bye. do they go for more information on you? On, uh, uh, the they events? can go to garden, gardeningvolunteersofsouthtexas.org. We're on Facebook as okay. well as the website. And you can register on the website uh, to go to the next uh, design school. And if you just want to come tomorrow to the garden center and visit and get some good information, just show up. Free parking. You can. You could probably uh, sign up for the design school tomorrow at the program too, couldn't you? You absolutely oh, yeah. could. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. All right. Okay. Thank you, Laura. You take care. Thank, Thank you for calling okay, in. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. That's gardeningvolunteers dot org. Gardeningvolunteers dot org. We're gonna go right to the phone lines now at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Richard is on the line. Hey, Richard. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. Um, How can we help my you? Question, my question today is on, um, I was listening to the prior lady with the bees and the fruit trees, but um, I've got sort of a similar question is, I've got a Feliciana peach tree that's doing well, but I planted um, an apricot tree about the same time. Now, the apricot tree is going really, really well, but this is four years, I've gone four years now, and I've got maybe only a blossom or two, even pruning it back like you're supposed to. And it's, the, the tree is growing really well, but so far no sign of any fruit. And I even planted a few more last, a few more small ones last year just to see if they need to cross-pollinate. And I'm not convinced the apricots are even ever going to bear fruit. So I was going to call in and pick your brain about that. Uh, well, what? Oh, you wanted apricots? <laughs> <laughs> well, we always say it makes a pretty tree. But, they, yeah, you, that, uh, I think your experience is the same experience that most people here yeah. have with apricots. They're, they, uh, It's a combination of wanting to bloom early and uh, yeah, they too cold for the 
Yeah, the deal is uh, when, when their chill requirements, which is usually low, is fulfilled, they bloom, whether that's in uh, December or January or depending on the weather, whenever that is. And then a, a freeze comes along and, and uh, knocks all the blooms off. And, and the, uh, the pollen out there is uh, quite often da- damaged or doesn't, yeah. doesn't get to its destination, too. So it's just it's, uh, consistently oh. Oh. that kind of performance. But uh, ab- uh. apricots are self-fruitful, so you don't need two trees. Yeah, you don't need okay, you, that, two two that, trees. Don't work important. as well as one tree, dude. Don't work. That's oh, okay. Work. Well, like I said, the trees growing great. It's just blossoming and trees. Yeah, they're pretty, not. aren't they? Pretty trees. <laughs> oh, do you yeah, remember the? Just, do you remember the variety of the apricot? I don't remember. I wish I wish I remembered the variety. I got it at a local nursery, though. It wasn't a box store tree, and it grows okay. growing well. It's just it's just not that. Now I've also part planted some. I planted at about the same time some Arctic frost um, for the, the mandarins and the, the the freeze last year, not this past year, but the year before, just killed them. Dead. Just they were they weren't big enough, and they just didn't survive the the cold weather we had that February down in the twenties for an extended period, and so that was. I was thinking of maybe trying that again as putting. I like some. It's just. Uh, I've had one go around with it, and they didn't didn't survive. Maybe if I put a bigger tree in, maybe that'll help. Their Arctic frost is that what you said? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was the Arctic frost? Uh huh. Okay. I bought it for Milberg. I bought it for Milbergers, but it was small. It was a small, do, really small tree. Yeah. Well, where do you live? Do you live in uh, town here, or you live, live in, in the hill country? I live in I live in Selma, so just oh, okay. Down the street. You're, you're okay. So maybe it's not the apricot trees, but maybe it's you if you're the Arctic. Uh, Arctic yeah, Coastal. yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> that's what yeah, I was thinking. Uh, uh, I was thinking of uh, there's places in the world where apricot trees are just. I'm uh, thinking of uh, the Middle East, growing everywhere, and the fruit is yeah. everywhere, and uh, everybody just says. Just don't understand why it's so hard for it to grow here. Well, Arctic frost is the hardiest uh, satsuma that you can get, but uh, and it gets hardier as it gets older. Yeah, I was wondering so, if I just get so a bigger, you, older, more mature tree. Maybe I would. Yeah, well, yeah. Probably. If you protect, you can get a little one, uh, but you need to protect it when it's small for the first four to five years. Yeah, we talk That's, about. That was- that was 20. the mistake I made. I, yeah. I just yeah, planted right. it. I, I didn't put it in a container. I just planted it in the ground and, and thought it okay. would go. Yeah, you, okay, did you well, put I'm, it in a sunny location or do you put it? Oh, yeah, yeah. You put yeah, plenty of sun. That was not an Good. issue. That's plenty. So, okay, so it sounds like then, I, unless I want the apricots, of sh- the apricots shade tree, before they get too big, take them out and replace there them with something go. that, Okay. That was good luck. And you were talking about because my peach tree does well, okay. And you said what was the, what were those other those other varieties of peach tree that you were what, discussing? Florida King. Um, Florida King is Florida our King. favorite now. It. Yeah, June okay. Gold. I still I like June that. Gold. Yeah, uh, I, mine was a lot. Of these, I've got lots of Luciana, but it's fine. But uh, but I like. I'm going to try. I would like to try something else. Okay. Those would be well, too good. Yeah. La Feliciana and Florida King. And Richard, do you want bees okay. too? 
<laughs> no, I think no, I think I'm an old. I don't think my neighbors would appreciate that very much. I just not that ambitious. I'm not that. Uh, you heard that no, lady say that unless the neighbors start messing around with the beehive, they're not going to sting them. Well, I was a segue. I was oh, trying yeah, to get yeah, you to yeah, talk about the bee class. Good good luck that, with that. <laughs> thank you, Richard. Bye, Richard. You, you take okay, care. Thank, Thank you. All right. Well, for those who are interested in bees, Jerry has That's this right. information right now. David Rodriguez and his crowd are going to have a, a AgriLife Extension Fall Beekeeping Basics Program. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's now online for registration. And uh, it happened on two dates, uh, Friday, September the 20th. And uh, wow, that's next next week. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And October the eleventh, Friday, October the eleventh, at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. Uh, so you learn you learn about uh, class, uh, learn about the uh, some of the cla- things that are going to be on in the classes uh, at, the, uh, at the registration fee. And uh, you go online to the public in about a week. Well, this this announcement is a week old. Uh, a couple of year, a couple of year, in the past couple of years, we have filled up our classes with a waiting list. So be sure to register as soon as possible today, if you want to get in there on Friday. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I don't know if they've got. Uh, uh, if they've filled up yet or not, but uh, if they've done the filled up the September twenty first class, what? you can get in the October twelfth class. Uh, yes, yeah, September twentieth. The twentieth. That's right. Uh, uh, field days are on September the twenty first, uh, with two sessions, and Sunday, September the twenty second, both morning sessions. Expect about two hours for a field day. Only 15 maximum people per session. They might be full. So they might be full. So, uh, and the location uh, is uh, Leon Springs area. Hmm. Scenic Loop and Bernie Stage Road. Oh, okay. That's on uh, September the 20th. On September the 11th, they're going to be, they're going to be at the... uh, You mean October? October, I'm sorry, October 11th. They're going to be at the Botanical uh, Garden, San Antonio Botanical Garden, and Leon Springs area. So uh, call in call in the extension office or either go to uh, the uh, AgriLife Extension uh, website. I'm going to text David, too. Oh, Okay. Where are you going to text him? See if he's got filled up yet? Yeah, it's B-class full. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. You know, some, some people are just attracted to... Uh... We got a question. Does she want to be on the air? Uh, you want to be on the air? <laughs> will you come on the air with us and ask your question? Here you go. I'll give you the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. You're on the air. How can we help you? Hi, I'm Carrie Gomez, and I wanted I wanted to know what kind if if this is a kind of tree that maybe was from a seed from a bird that 
Uh, how tall is it? Is it a seedling? Well, no. You know, it's really fast growing, so that's what I can tell yeah. you. But how tall is it now? It's about, what, oh, four feet? Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's growing pretty quickly. Um, are there any of the other, are there any big trees around there like no, this? No, not at all. I don't think it's a pecan. No. No, I've got, uh, a, we've got uh, pecan trees, but way on the other side, yeah. but it I've looked at the leaf, and it doesn't look similar to a pecan. What about walnuts? Do you have any uh, those little black walnuts around No. That's, that's what I was thinking. I don't have any wall. trees on that side at all. How, this. how about, uh, I want to say, Alanthus. Uh, it's uh, the, the, the tree that does so well in uh, polluted areas. Uh, Oh gosh! It's full sun, completely. It's. It, I just found it in a pot. It started um, growing pretty quickly. It was in a in a pot that it started. It started growing in a pot. Yes. So. Squirrel might have buried. But I yeah. used to put avocado pits, peach pits, whatever, in there. So. No, that's not an avocado or a peach. Okay. I don't think. You know, I. Huh. I guess it could be one of the. The nuts. Um, I just want to know if I should keep it. At, at, I really hate to get rid of things that are growing. But, <laughs> well, yeah, you could. But do I don't want just anything either. Yeah. Well, why don't you give it a little more time if you if you uh, okay. see what it's going to do. Okay. See if the if the leaf gets any more. Uh, right now we're looking at it and it does it doesn't look like it's a juvenile leaf. Yeah. 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 And so it might be more distinctive when it gets a little larger. Okay. And the shape, too, is it, I mean, is it uh, kind of wide open like a pecan, or is it kind of or- layers? It's layers. Layers going this way, up, upward. Hmm. With a Have picture you put of it, it in the ground? or Not yet. Would it's still pic- in the pot. It's Would a picture the of the whole tree be more helpful, or is it I one of these things where... Once it begins to mature a little bit, it's easier to identify. Oh, yeah, it would be, certainly be easier to, to Okay. Look. Why don't you leave it in your container and give it another, a little bit more time? Okay, I'll do that. See if yeah. it's... Cool. Okay. And did you see how well she did on that mic? She was took, oh, she passed no. it from hand to hand while she was showing us the plant? <laughs> She's a professional. I though. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank Thanks. You, Thank you for your time. You take care. You. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Milton Glick with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Ambo Ferdy Road. Hey, listen, it's time for fall gardening and that means fall and winter vegetable gardening and it means fall is time for planting of trees especially if you're interested in fruit trees and citrus trees because right now at Millburgers hundreds of fruit and citrus trees have arrived just in time for fall planting here's something that'll make you feel good about that when Millburgers orders these plants the plants they sell you at the nursery at 1604 on Bull Road 
They consult with the experts to make sure these fruit trees and these citrus trees are trees that do well in South Texas. So you can go in with confidence knowing you're getting a great product. And coming up on September 21st, that's next Saturday, over at Millburgers, it's Fall and Winter Vegetable Gardening, taught by David Rodriguez. This free seminar is going to be from Saturday from 1030 until noon over at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. And for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow, for the next couple of days, for a week? What about a month, a year? How soon before you'd lose everything you've worked so hard for in a fraction of the time it took you to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. You can start with the workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com and find your true financial peace. Like so many of our members already have, Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Your life is an important one. Here at 9.30 a.m., The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world that's truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights sites at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or mobile device. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. Everyone's talking about fixed indexed annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will I lose money or make money? Is my retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune into Robin Hoppus in the Big State Financial Show Saturday mornings at 10 to learn more. She'll give you all the facts about annuities or call Robin at Big State Financial at 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show Saturday mornings at 10 right here on Freedom 1160.
back to Millburgers Garden. That's weird. <laughs> That's old stuff. Don't pet the dog. He gets Don't it, pet the dog. He gets it confused with romance. <laughs> what's, what, uh, what's the dog deal? I mean, what's with the way? Yeah, just because. Uh, theme? Yeah, just a theme. Yeah. You have a dog song you want to hear? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I'm sorry, I don't think in terms of dog song. Uh, okay. 210308. Doggy in the window. How much yeah. is the doggy Pat, in the window? Patty Page. And, there you go. Well, Al's running the show there, so. 210308-8867. <laughs> and Bud is on the line. Bud, welcome to Millburgers oh. Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today, Bud? Doing pretty good. It's What's going out, on, man? Hey. Uh, I trimmed uh, an oak tree. Some of them, oh, I guess the fattest limb was maybe um, two inch diameter. Several other spots, diameters, barrier sizes down from two inches. Um, I used a uh, Krylon spray, you know, to uh, coat the wound. Yeah, any anything to cover the wound quickly yeah this was the handiest thing i had and i knew we would still spray when i wanted to spray yeah uh, and later work. later i said well gosh i know i've used this on metal over rust and everything else am i applying to the trees something i ought not be applying with this handy dandy paint pan here <laughs> paint, no you you're all right uh the whole idea of the paint painting the wound is because of uh, you want to get rid of the sap, which attracts the beetle that carries the uh, oak wilt spores. Right, right, yeah. Uh-huh. That's exactly why but I did it. But we're, com- we're coming out of a hot, uh, hot, hot weather situation, uh, and and your wood is so small. Uh, I, I wouldn't be upset if you hadn't painted at all. Oh, okay. but you did a you did a good thing. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty. Thanks so much. Thanks, bud. Okay. Thanks Bye, for bud. calling. You bud. take care. Bye. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call to be a part of today's show. What else you got going on? What? Guess what I got? Uh, paper. Email. What? E- email from Jesus. Oh. <laughs> well, don't give me that look. Jesus wrote me and said uh, he, he had a pecan tree question. All right. Tree. And he says, he, he wrote, he writes, he wrote in uh, small paragraphs or sections. And uh, he said the pecan tree is 40 feet tall, 40-plus wow. feet tall. that's a big pecan tree. So it will be planted in 1945 to 1950. Cool. It's leaning toward the house. Uh-oh. With very few pecans last year and and not branches have leaves. Maybe the, some of the branches have leaves. Maybe it meant most oh. branches have leaves. Bark shedding, bark shedding on the pecan tree. That that big uh, old pecan tree is okay. Uh, because they shed there, leaves. And uh, he's wanting to know: should we prepare 
cutting it down. It still gives them good shade. And we are seniors, 80-plus years old. I wonder when they planted. They pl- I, know, I wonder if they were part of the planting. They must have planted the original tree. So um, They could have. I would, I would go ahead and take the limbs that are over the house. Uh, the tree sounds like it's in good condition. Uh, don't, don't, if it's living uh, and uh, all the leaves have got, bra- all the branches have leaves, uh, don't worry about having pecans. Uh, but if it's leaning toward the house, I would recommend that uh, that he have an arborist. Uh, don't you do it? Yeah. Well, the, well, let the arborist also make an assessment. Yeah. After, yeah. after these two two trees in my neighborhood have come down, that unbelievably large ones that went up a pecan, one a pecan, and then the other was just a, a live oak with that was six foot in diameter, huge. Wow! Oh, wow! And Why'd they take it down? They didn't take it. The the, the oak it turned out, well, like most oaks, was hollow. And yeah. Just, well, that was the one where the big bee's nest was in. That was Oh, the, okay. That everybody in the neighborhood kind of <laughs> celebrated the bees, you know, they were, the, they were there and didn't bother anybody. Yeah. But, boy, it went down, of course, took a fence out. And, oh. And they're trying, they're trying to cut it up with... Uh, the little chainsaws, you know, and the, yeah. bran- the branches are this. <laughs> Were you there when they cut it down? When they they didn't they didn't cut it down. It fell down. Oh, oh! But they're trying to cut it up. Okay. Trying to rather than get an art uh, a professional out there. To, Did you find any honeycombs in there? I didn't. I didn't look in them. <laughs> Did they get rid of the bees? No. Their their strategy with the bees was that they'll. Uh, let them, just, they expect them to go find another place. Uh, not until they cut up the, the they're going to have to get rid of that hive, get that honeycomb out yeah. of there. Yeah, I think the next time I ch- chat with them, of course, you, it's, a, it's a major activity in the neighborhood, so <laughs> there's always people standing around or cutting. It's one of the bees that need them up because they were probably... Uh, those black bees. Yeah, they now they never, they haven't been bothered by the bees for all those years. And now, now oh, okay, That's now they and they got the you know teenagers are out there helping them and everything. So nobody is good. Gotten by. Bees are all cooperating. I didn't see any on chainsaws. So, but. <laughs> how, but, how, but anyway, they need to evaluate the tree. Yeah, but I would have them cut the limbs over the house. You know, that might fall on the house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the pecan especially. Yeah, with the pecan especially. But, but we're we're a little susceptible now if they uh, have real thin, if they have a sh- shallow soil. Right. And we finally get our two inches oh, of rain, pulls and, out. then you have it yeah, it falls over. leaned over. Yeah, you don't have much of a, a root reservoir there. So e- Even, even in, uh, looking at where those hurricanes came. In the Carolinas and whatever, they were showing pretty big trees yeah. uprooted. Mm-hmm. How so? How old was the? Uh, is a six foot in diameter oak? Oh gosh, I don't. You know, I don't know. I'm 
Six foot diameter. Four four hundred. You know, maybe yeah, four hundred years. Oh my god! At least over a hundred years. Yeah, I mean, it just huge. It was two covered two yards. Yeah. Two land. You know. Wow. Two, two half acre uh, lots. Hmm. Yeah. And how old do oak to uh, pecans get? Do they get that old? Not that old, but they they can be pretty. But pecans are more sensitive to uh, all kinds of conditions than oak trees are. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, oak trees are, you know, we, we put up with oak trees that are hollow right next to the house because we expect them just to stay uh, solid forever and ever, whereas a pecan we get a little nervous about. Well, first of all, as Jerry mentioned, the branches fall off. Yeah, right. And if it's, yeah. a, if it's leaning, you might also get the whole tree to come down. So that the, the <laughs> yeah. best stra- a good strategy is get the get a trusted uh, arborist out there to make an assessment. We were viewing a, a yard we were looking, and I'm sure it was a very old pecan tree, um, but in their yard, so it was a house. We were just kind of going through open houses and having fun, and there was uh, still some remaining of the pecan tree, but on the fence was down, and the neighbor's garage was down. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, so... The tree brought it all down. Yeah, so... And there was pecan. Yeah. Hey, and Mark... Oh. The important thing is, don't... Uh, don't do it uh, yourself. Don't do it yourself. Especially if you're, if you're... If you're over 40 years old, don't do it yourself. <laughs> okay. Marty's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Marty. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Okay. Doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. What's going on? Yes, I have a question for uh, Dr. Parson. Okay. Cool. Uh, now, Marty, are you on your speakerphone or are you on the regular phone? It's a little hard to hear I'm you. On you the... sound... Okay. Let me move out of it. Can you hear me right. now? Maybe a little better, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got a question for Dr. Parsons. He had mentioned okay. a, a tangerine, a tangerine a citrus tree. And Sa- tangerine the, citrus tree. Yeah, Satsuma citrus tree, uh, or, orange. There's two of them, orange frost and arctic frost. Okay. Are they, that are, are they, hardy. What, okay, you mentioned ambrosia. Making, uh, most people have used ambrosia, seemed like, well, we always had it around Thanksgiving and Christmas, I guess. And uh, they, they they have little orange slivers. Uh, right. There's no seed in there. But you buy a can, I think you call it ambrosia, don't mm-hmm. you? With marshmallows? Yeah. And uh, it has little slices of, of orange in there. And those uh, those little slices are satsumas or cha- uh, satsumas. Okay, so then if I were to say buy a tree, would I ask for ambrosia or would I? Or? You'd ask for Arctic frost or uh, orange frost. Satsuma. Okay, so either, satsumas. Okay, so either one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Are, are you? Where do, where do you live? Are you here in San Antonio? Yes. Close to Windcrest. Okay. Oh, next to Windcrest. Okay. Yeah, either one of those will do well. And I got some good news uh, uh, from Dr. Larry Stein the other day. And uh, okay. the, the original propagators of uh, orange frost and Arctic frost 
because of the uh, strict quarantine regulations uh, that have been put on citrus, have so have sold out or have uh, given their stock plants to a place around Orange, Texas, over around Beaumont. And uh, the deal was, uh, Dr. Stein said that uh, he saw the uh, the owner of that of uh, that citrus place, and they uh, had thousands of uh, orange frost and Arctic frost ready for the market. I think it said next year. Cool. So they're going to do three. They're going to do orange frost, Arctic frost, and bumper. Oh, that's that's good to know. Yeah, that's good to know. All right. And you had another question, question, I think. Yeah, one more question. Uh, I have uh, growing my Oscar okra. Okay. And uh, I, okay, and I, I've, uh, I want to increase the production of the bloom. Now, would I put uh, Osmocote or the slow-release fertilizer and or both? Oh, uh, you want to, when are you planting okra? It's uh, in the ground. It's it's, a, it's already planted. Yeah, it sounds like it's growing, but he's trying to try to get it to produce more. Oh, right. Well, know, it's that heat you're talking about. Yeah. The deal yeah, is, the okra okra starts slowing down at this time of the year. Okay. Uh, so, so you you want to grow some seed? I mean, you want to no, save some seed? I, I want to increase the, the blossom production. Uh. May not be possible. I, I don't think it's possible going into the fall like this. Okay. Uh, the the uh, the blossoms uh, f- fall off where the the plant quits growing, and, okay. uh, and so that makes the fewer blossoms. And okay. uh, then if the if the blossoms fell off during the summer, that's probably fire ants feeding on them. Uh, but yes. but uh, if you want to save the seed, you just let the blossoms that come on now uh, go ahead and make okra fall off, and then they uh, let the okra turn brown, like a blue okay. bonnet. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you. So yeah. So there's not much. And then of you a, cut them off yeah, in not, the fall. Not much of an option. Fertilizer really yeah, isn't that key. Yeah. That won't. That won't kick them up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it, it's got some it's got some pretty blooms on it, but I I have had issues with it uh, on some of the pods drying up, and it, it has produced uh, okra, and I've, I've I've able to harvest some, but I know it, I think the drought's taking the, the toll on it. No, so, uh, if you got the if they bloomed, and then the pods the bloom fell off, and the pod the little pods got stunted or dried up, that's right. ants. That's ants. That's those okay. fire ants. Okay. So uh, okay. use a uh, fire ant bait around the around the garden area, and okay. uh, that'll take care of the ants. And uh, the blooms will stay on the okra pods, and it'll produce more fruit. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much for your information. You've been very okay. helpful. Okay. Thank you so much Have for calling. Thanks, Marty. You take care. 
All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. Still plenty of time to ask your gardening questions at 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We'll be back in a moment. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Amboe Road. Hey, listen, it's time for fall gardening, and that means fall and winter vegetable gardening, and it means fall is time for planting of trees, especially if you're interested in fruit trees and citrus trees, because right now at Millburgers, hundreds of fruit and citrus trees have arrived just in time for fall planting. Here's something that'll make you feel good about that. When Millburgers orders these plants, the plants they sell you at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road, they consult with the experts to make sure these fruit trees and these citrus trees are trees that do well in South Texas. So you can go in with confidence knowing you're getting a great product. And coming up on September 21st, that's next Saturday over at Millburgers, it's Fall and Winter Vegetable Gardening taught by David Rodriguez. This free seminar is going to be from Saturday from 1030 until noon over at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. And for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. You can fix your own fence and paint your own house. But when it comes to electrical work, leave it to the professionals at Bolt Electric. With 30 years of electrical experience and customer service, Bolt Electric has the most five-star Google reviews in San Antonio. Bolt Electric. From residential fixes like breaker boxes and ceiling fans to commercial transformers and bucket truck projects. Call Bolt Electric at 210-545-BOLT. BoltElectricSA.com. License TECL 26658. Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and other global dangers nearly every day. And while it may seem like the international threats are beyond our borders, we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. These dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation and threaten to destroy our way of life. Now it's time to energize San Antonio's conservative and Christian base and protect our conservative ideals. Join 930 AM The Answer on Tuesday, November 5th at the Norris Conference Center for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Speakers Dennis Prager and Sebastian Gorka will give you perspective and insight on what's at stake in the upcoming election. Get the information you need to give intelligent answers to the assaults from the far left by joining us November 5th for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Visit 930 amtheanswer.com to purchase your tickets today. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. There was a special election in North Carolina last Tuesday. Both Republicans were supposed to lose, according to polls, and the major media were waiting, even eager, to claim the losses would demonstrate the weakness of President Trump and signal his defeat in next year's election. Except they both won, one of them by a double-digit margin over his Democratic opponent and the other by a single-digit margin over his Democratic opponent. The president campaigned for both men. Mike Pence spent the day there making calls to turn out the vote for Republicans. This is how the Washington Post reported it. Quote, Democrats didn't win in North Carolina's special election, but here's why they're still celebrating, unquote. Do you see how this works? The media are so anxious to see President Trump defeated, they'll say and do anything in pursuit of that goal. It was a litmus test, a referendum, a barometer. So now what is it? Now they say these men didn't win by a big enough margin. They have no shame when it comes to the media and their reporting on Republicans and conservatives. 
I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. I'm gonna wag my tail, gonna dig a bunch of holes, I don't know. Nobody knows how much I love you. Nobody knows how much I care. There's a big old Let's get out there and live it. Nobody knows where the story goes. So don't worry all your life. I just want to be your best friend. And follow you until the end of And welcome back to No Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer? Is that the bird singing or? No, that was uh, singing about his dog. Oh, singing about the dog? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, 210-308-8867. Hey, you mentioned the weather real quick. Uh, this afternoon, mostly sunny. This is according to weather.gov. Uh, high near 97. This evening, partly cloudy, low around 75. 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow after right. 1 o'clock. Uh, and then tomorrow evening, no chance, uh, mostly cloudy with low around 75. So Tuesday night again, it jumps up, 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Wednesday, 50% chance no, of showers. No, not 50. 55, oh. I settled for 40. Uh, no, you're going to get 50. <laughs> so what, what, after that, is it is 50 the highest? No, well, 50 is the highest. Wednesday, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Partly sunny with a high near 93. 20% chance of showers that evening. And then Thursday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. High near 92. Friday, a 30% chance of showers. And Saturday, 20% chance of showers. So 20, hmm. no less than 20% chance of showers every day. Wouldn't that be nice to get at least another half inch like we did? Yeah, there? yeah. at least. Yeah. It's kind of cool to see the to walk through the neighborhood, and I guess it wasn't quite enough because you can see that some of the grass is perked up, but the grass that's under trees uh, is kind of a, a little lower than the grass that was uh, getting the full rain, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway. Well, there, yeah, it depends on how much is dried out, too. Hey, we've been talking about the event here next week. Uh, you can go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that. But Calvin had an event that he wanted to talk about, too. Yeah, Millburgers is a co-sponsor of this event. But if, if you're interested in winter vegetables and you live over by the medical center, uh, that, there's a program on the 21st as well, 9.30 to 11 a.m. It's at Dream Hill Estates. It's 6802 Dorothy Louise Drive, and that's right off of Babcock. Uh, but uh, there's a, it's a free program, and it's from 9.30 to 11 a.m. Uh, there'll be handouts, and we'll talk about all the uh, options in terms of the vegetable gardening. And you get a free uh, uh, free uh, broccoli transplant, too, if you, do, you attend. So uh, check that out if you want more information, 210-382-4455. And that's on the 21st from... 9.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. over in the medical center area. Why did Kevin ever say that he's given the program? No, oh, I don't know. Does he think that'll run people away or what? He's just shy. Uh, 
Are you giving the program? I am. Uh, yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> that may be something that changed. But, yeah. You're not showing slides, are you? Oh, no. <laughs> no, we, uh, you know, we the neighborhood there took down the old uh, clubhouse. And, yeah. And get, uh, we're uh, trying to get started on building the, the new one now. Oh. Which may be, hopefully, knock on wood, it'll be this, uh, this summer still. But, uh, so we, we do the program outside. Did they leave those uh, winter honeysuckle trees out front? There was a, that was winter honeysuckle. They, they bloom in early, early spring, very fragrant. I you took mean, cuttings off of them. Years oh, ago. They, oh, you mean the one along the that yeah, fence, yeah. that driveway there? Yeah. Yeah, it's still there. They're, they're, they're kind of a rare tree. Huh. Is that a tree? Or was it the the, it, the vines? There were fence? trees. Huh. There were honeysuckle trees. It's winter. Uh, they call it winter honeysuckle. Huh. Yeah, I'm not familiar. I'm going to look I'm that not up. Sure where they are. Yeah, but but in the spring, <laughs> interesting thing. Uh, in the spring, they're, they're the first thing that has fragrance. And uh, I I was looking for cuttings. Uh, we took some off those trees. And rooted them. And uh, when I was in Tennessee, Dr. McFadden was still alive, and he showed me where some honeysuckle were was in uh, in Tennessee, and uh, solved a, a old mystery. As as an elementary school kid, we used to walk by there, and we never could figure out what was so fragrant. Oh. In the early spring, and it was those plants. They got yeah. into trees. Those okay. n- night blooming plants used to do that. To yeah, me. I yeah. Never, never quite figured out what is it. I mean, late in the early evening, that you'd start smelling them, and I could never figure out where in the world is that coming. From? Yeah, according <laughs> to Wikipedia, it's a species of flowering plant in the honeysuckle family, known by common names: winter honeysuckle, fragrant honeysuckle, January jasmine. Chinese honeysuckle, kiss me at the gate, and sweet breath of spring. Does it get? Uh, does it say it's a tree? Um, no. Or vine. Well, they didn't. I can. I can look deeper. Uh-oh. 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 Come on out there at uh, the Green Hill States, angry. and you can uh, help Jerry look for the uh, honeysuckle trees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. We're back here at the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road next Saturday and Sunday. Come by and visit with us. For more information on the classes at the nursery, go to millburgernursery.com. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.